Who's wrong and who's wronger? In this corner, followed by millions, James the Exploding Unicorn Breakwell. And in that corner, ignored by millions, Steve Dash Rinko Levers. Hey everybody, welcome back to Wrong and Wronger, and it has been a two-week hiatus, and I felt frightened and alone without <laughs> you, James Breakwell. I'm sure you were just as frightened and felt like you were wandering the desert without me. But you know who wasn't frightened? Our fans, singular. There was nobody who was asking about this show. <laughs> we act like it's such a big deal when we miss, and we just skip an entire week, and nobody noticed. So the wider world, you're welcome. We didn't disturb you at all. Well, one did. Judy. Judy P. wrote that her life had no meaning without us, and she felt a little troubled by that. <laughs> but we're back. Breakwell in, uh, or me, I'm in Cheyenne, Wyoming right now. The hallowed halls, and Breakwell's in the dungeon of Indianapolis, Indiana. And uh, James, I was within one mile, within striking distance of your home, not too very long ago. Yes. And thank God the moat was there. And when, when did you get the crocodiles, and why is that legal in Indiana? Well, anytime Steve approaches, anything goes. That's that's the way the law is. We don't have we. we it's, it's a step beyond stand your ground. It's stand your ground and the surrounding <laughs> ground with a moat. So we we feel very safe here. There are no alligator control laws. Uh, all right, it's the Wild West. Well, we did miss a week, James, yes. and that was largely my fault, and I apologize for failing in my duties, for going derelict and being able to be here every week to give the fan what she wants. <laughs> By the way, I have, I have a story, and I've been sitting on this story for forever, so I don't even know <laughs> if I'm going to be able to tell it right because it's been so long. So, well, oh, go ahead. Go, no, yeah, yeah. No, okay, I'll, I'll do mine first, and you can tell us about the train wreck that is your life. But you can tell that story <laughs> any week. Let's, let's, let's be honest here. Your life is perpetually falling apart. Oh, oh it's so much yeah, worse, so, but okay. So I was out in public with my family, and for the first time ever in my entire life, I was recognized by a total stranger. Like, yeah, I was, hey, I was, in, the, I was in the Children's cool. Museum, and, uh, and some lady walked up, and she's like, are you exploding unicorn? And I had no idea what to wow. say. I've been I've been in plain sight for so long, and nobody, nobody's ever recognized me. I'm I'm nobody in real life. That I was I was probably the, it was probably oh the most God. awkward encounter she had in her life. And I finally managed to like I never made a contingency plan for this. I had no idea what to say. I wasn't in performance <laughs> mode, and it's like a deer in the headlights. It's like, well, how do you how do you recognize me? Nobody recognizes me. She, you know what she said? She said, what? "I watch your podcast." The one! It was there! It was her! Yes! And I didn't give her an autograph. I didn't shake her hand. I didn't give her a hug. I was just so stunned. It's like, what? Well, that's cool. And then, you know what? She's not even going to watch this anymore. So I ran into our one real fan in person, the person who actually not just listens to the podcast, but watches it. I was super awkward. Then we skip a week. So I guarantee you she's not seeing this right now. She is gone forever. But for one brief moment, we had one real fan from this podcast. James, I ruined your crown jewel yes, moment. You did. I apologize. Wow, that's cool. And uh, the Indianapolis Children's Museum, by the way, we took a trip up there just to go to the oh, Indianapolis really? Children's Museum. It is awesome. It, it was last week. Steve is easily entertained, but you know, it's okay. What? what? No, no, no. That's no, <laughs> why you were so close to my house. <laughs> No, this was years ago. Okay, uh -huh. we were younger then. <laughs> God 
Dang. Well, uh, yeah, so the reason that we skipped a week, and good on you, by the way. I, I, I was recognized in public one time also. Really? It was very early when I was a columnist for the newspaper in Nashville. And, like, the second week I was recognized by somebody getting onto the airport shuttle bus, and I thought, oh, my God, fame and riches are just <laughs> waiting for me. And it's never happened again. <laughs> But my life is an unmitigated disaster yes. right now. I'm homeless. My son, my son is is with me over there in the hotel room because we have no place to live. So my wife is sleeping at my office in Nashville right now, and I have the boy on the road with me. How did because we so? How did you get that you short know? straw? Why did you get the kid? <laughs> I like traveling don't, with the don't, kid. Actually, don't ever get divorced. <laughs> She's going to ruin you. <laughs> Oh, if we ever get divorced, I'll already be ruined. <laughs> but uh, no, I. Uh, so we sold one house and we haven't bought another house yet. And that is not completely our fault, but it's a little bit our fault because we're not real good at this because we don't buy and sell houses all the time. <laughs> so for the next few weeks, we will be living in a hotel. And there was a whole other litany of things that have gone wrong since the last time we've seen each other. But I don't want to take all the time categorizing for people all of the different ways that my life is an absolute mess. So suffice it to say, I'm in Cheyenne, Wyoming, and that's the best part of my day today. <laughs> it, is, it is truly a shame we don't have time to go through your entire tale of woe, because I'm catching bits and pieces from your frantic text messages, people promising to move your stuff and just never showing up, which is exactly the same thing your friends who would promise to move you would do. You know, that one friend with True. a pickup. Yeah, so it's it's good. It's good that I, I get to share that vicariously, even if, if we don't get to hear the whole story here. But I guess we should get to our topics. We can't we can't spend all day enjoying how miserable you are. <laughs> well, James, I did want to say, as you and I were texting earlier today uh, to set this mm -hmm. up, literally as I was sending or hitting send, I got a push note email that Amazon.com was shipping my pre-ordered uh, uh, uh Copy. That's the <laughs> you word I'm looking for. <laughs> I, I haven't slept much in the last two weeks, but I do have this fetching cap. I, I that a, Amazon. Oh God, Amazon shipped my copy of your book. Well, that is good news. That is my one confirmed sale so far. One to Steve Olivas, so we're we're good there. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully I'll sell a few more than that. But yeah, bare minimum parenting: the ultimate guide to not quite ruining your child. Launched Tuesday, which is the day before or two days before this podcast runs. It is in the wild. So if you don't want to read it, please avoid your bookstores and libraries because it's going to be everywhere, uh, at least until, you know, they can get the decontamination units out there to scare it away. So, yeah, it's it's out there in the wild. There is nobody who doesn't want to read this. You are the modern-day Dave Barry. Uh, you're fantastic. It's going to be a great book. I'm looking forward well, to it. Well, I'm going to take that as your compliment for today before you have a chance to retract it. And I would like <laughs> to compliment you on your extreme feelings of guilt. I didn't think you were capable of human emotion, but you genuinely... What are we talking you about? You genuinely felt awful that you had to cancel that podcast. You are the man who's always on time. You are always prompt. You never miss an arrangement. And you had to flat out cancel the podcast because like 16 other people in a row cancel on you completely out of your control and you still felt guilty and that made me happy so props on you for feeling enough emotion for both of us <laughs> well i don't know if that's necessarily not a compliment so it's a little <laughs> bit out of character for you <laughs> but yes you said uh 
how come we're the only two that care about this podcast? And I said, well, if we didn't care, we wouldn't be us. That's kind of why we've done this 71 straight weeks before we had to miss, because we are the guys that'll bring it. Yes, yes, for only our own amusement. Even since we don't even amuse ourselves, sometimes we amuse no one. (laughs) Well, that one lady at the Indianapolis Children's Yeah, the lady who will no longer listen to us because I was so awkward in person. At least least we know now. I have to just not go in public anymore, lest I scare away any other fans singular, so... Oh, we had a good run, yes. she and us. <laughs> now, we, we didn't mention what the topic is going to be today. And this is the podcast where we argue about things that nobody cares about. But James, behind me is a prop. Yes. And uh, you're going to say why this is relevant to the conversation we are about to have. Well, you're in a hotel room, so it's a little bit different for you. That's a whole different debate. But our debate is, should you make your bed, yes or no? Uh, in a hotel room, that's a whole different argument, though. We're not going to do that. We're going we're gonna to say a home bed, just because that'll stick, stick the dagger a little bit deeper for the homeless part of this podcast here. (laughs) My bed is either in one of three storage units or a pod that is stored somewhere (laughs) that I don't even know where it is. That's my life. And my wife is sleeping on an air mattress in my office right now. Wow, she got the better end of the deal, definitely. This is... Uh, She got the dog, I got the boy. (laughs) Hers is a lot easier to feed. Uh, That's true, but mine is a lot quieter. Wow. All right. I have, and I want everyone to gaze in, in, in awestruck wonderment as I have the Guam Quarter of Fate. I, I would show you that it was taped to the back of my phone case for the last two weeks, but I'm using the phone as the video <laughs> camera. It has literally been taped with a giant piece of moving tape to the back of my phone case so I wouldn't use it. James, tell me what the two sides are going All to All right, heads, I make the bed, tails, I don't make the bed. Heads is make the bed, tails is don't. It is down, and it is oops, it is on. It, sorry, it was on Guam. It was tails. You sir, do not make the bed. Well, that's good because that's what I do in real life. So, full true story. Growing <laughs> up, I made my bed every single day of my life, and then me and my wife got married, and she didn't make the bed, and I didn't make the bed either, and it is glorious. Ooh. I get those thirty seconds back. Everything is okay. Uh, you know what? You, you when you go back to bed, you can just roll right in. And here's the thing, though: science is behind it. My wife is a scientist. What? So when you when you sleep, you get dead, you know, skin cells in there, and you get uh, and you get sweat, oh. and you get all that stuff. And if you make the bed, you just cover that all up to fester. But if you leave your bed unmade, if you pull the sheets back, it actually dries out. Those dead skin cells have a chance to blow off. It is more sanitary. So when you get in it later, it is cleaner, it is drier, and it has fewer germs. Why do you hate science, Steve? Why? James, why do you love dry, dead skin? That's the question that I think most of us are asking ourselves right now. I, for one, am much more clean. I'm more hygienic than that. So you give the sheets a good shake. And if you read any of the books, The Habits of Successful People, whether it's seven or eight or 10, make the bed is always step number one. As a therapy type, I tell people when you start to grow up, I have uh, clients that are young that look to me as a father figure, James, and I tell them, make your bed, fold your laundry, put everything away, start living like a grown-up. That uh, Have things look good and be organized when you walk out the door in the morning. Clean your car. Don't make your car look like a garbage can at Hardee's. Make sure that your car is nice. That uh, Just having things organized externally makes you feel more organized internally, and it has a lot less dry, dead skin hanging around that apparently you enjoy. And James, don't you change the sheets on your bed? 
Yeah, but not every night. Do you change your sheets every single day? No, that's what. what did, is that what I just implied? Yes. That when you change, when you change the sheets, you make the bed. You want things to be cool and crisp and orderly. And I like crisp linens when I get in in the evening. I like it to be a little chilly in the bedroom, and I like those sheets to be folded and snap tight. That it just feels good when you're sliding into the bed. It is snug as a bug in a rug, and uh, not snug as dead, dry skin. I don't even know what horror show you got going on in your bedroom, but it ain't happening in the Olivas house. I I don't understand how making your bed stops the dead skin cells from being in your bed since they get in there when you sleep in it. You, you, oh, okay. Oh a sanitary God. shake and you get rid of everything. And those moist dead skin cells are just in there, living. <laughs> Who knows what kind of things are growing in there. This is why Mrs. Steve Oliva sent you five states away. You are disgusting. <laughs> and it shows. And what you described... I'm in Wyoming and I fit right in. It's fantastic. You are the height of vanity. You are making this bed for other people to pretend to be an adult, to put on airs. But there is no inner maturity. I don't need to make my bed to be an adult. I don't need these outward signs because I know I'm a grown-up and I don't need to fake it till I make it because I've already made it. I am confident enough that I can leave my bed unmade and keep those sheets open so they dry out so when I get in bed, I have crisp dry sheets that don't smell bad because I'm sure your odor is just in there building up. Mine is airing out all day like it's out on some kind of clothesline. I mean, that's it's a step down from that. It is, it is nature fresh when I go to bed and there is nothing better in this world. I'm going to remember this argument next time I sneeze into my sleeve <laughs> and I just let everything dry right there because apparently that's much more much more acceptable. Would, Who has moist, wait, dead skin so cells? So are you saying, if you, so if you sneeze into your sleeve and then you put it in a drawer, is it going to be more sanitary than if you leave it out to dry? Which is going to be, which is going to be no, more I sanitary? I give it a little shake. Uh, <laughs> I give it a little shake. Well, what is your science behind <laughs> this little shake? And when you shake it, you're not shaking the fitted sheet. You're not fooling anybody, Steve. That fitted sheet goes on. It stays there till you change those sheets. You can't shake a fitted sheet. The only way to get it clean is to leave it uncovered to dry out and air out. No, it gives it, a, it like it's like a the old blowers that they had to stoke the fire in a fireplace. If you've watched a Woody Woodpecker cartoon, you've seen those things. There's always hijinks that are involved. But uh, you pull that thing down, and all of the air rushing out just takes all of those skin cells and distributes them to all the little creatures that are hanging you, around my room waiting. Do to you eat like them. sleep on a Rube Goldberg machine or what? Like, where? What is your sleeping arrangement? You have like bellows <laughs> attached to your bed. Bellows. God, I wish I could think right now. That's <laughs> See, now you're putting that English degree to good use. All right, we're almost at the 15-minute mark. And you know what's sad, James? If I lose the poll this week, it's going to be an absolute travesty. It is a crime against humanity if I lose. Because who in their right mind would purposefully and... And uh, at Braggadly, talk about not making their bed. God, I have to well, sleep. Well, the good news is nobody will see this since I scared away our one and only fan. <laughs> you are safe. No one will ever hear your terrible argument. So the voting will be left to random chance. But I will go ahead and roll the dice. And then we will see what the numbers are. All right. So if you want to vote right. for me in my brilliant leave your bed unmade argument, vote for 37. If you want, Ooh, that's a new if one. you want to vote for Steve in his piles of festering dead skin cells, vote for thirty-two. <laughs> if you want Franco Harris, if you want to throw away your vote, vote for twenty-eight. 
And if you want to be an amazing human being, buy bare minimum parenting, and you automatically <laughs> win regardless of how the vote turns out. If you are a reader at all, that is the best 12 bucks you'll ever spend. <laughs> and uh, I say Breakwell for free every week. Gives you about a page and a half worth of prose and some of his fantastic wit in his newsletter. But uh, get bare minimum parenting. Everybody should get it. All right. You know what everybody should also do? Vote Steve this week. 32. Vote for common sense. Vote for organization. Vote for cleanliness. Don't vote for Breakwell and his leaving all of his entrails all over the bed every week. It's just DNA galore. It looks like the FBI could come in and see a Jackson Pollock painting in his room. But in the meantime, until next week, I don't have any idea where I'm going to be or if I'm going to still be alive. But one thing I do know, I will not have a house next week and I'll be in a hotel somewhere and Breakwell will be in his cozy little home that he just remodeled because he has to lord that over me. That's the way that he is. Until next week, this is Steve Olivas, Dr. Steve for that guy, James the Exploding Unicorn Breakwell saying thanks for watching and thanks for listening and if you see Gladys over near the Indianapolis Children's Museum pull her back in. <laughs> Tell her to put YouTube back on. We need that listen. Have a good week everybody.